0: Welcome to the Weekend Ruckus Podcast, our first little trial run here. We kind of just spitball on a few topics like the last dance finale, uh, UFOs, some COVID-19 stuff, and when we think sports is going to come back. But uh, thanks for listening, and I uh, hope you enjoy. Go
1: ahead. So the ones I have written down are Chiefs eleven and a half, Ravens 11 and a half. Pats, nine. Fucking nine with Jared Still. No Stidham.
2: fucking way. Absolutely Bears, not.
1: The Bears at eight, just because I feel like every year they're at eight. They're just like the set <laughs> amount at eight every year. Uh, I have the Bucks at ten, which, again, just sounds crazy to me. Um, uh, I don't know who plays defense for them at all. And then I have the Bengals just because we're Bengals fans. Five and a half. Jesus. Oof.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what was the and second then, one they, they, after they the play, Chiefs? Well, wait, wait,
0: one after wait. The sixth
1: right. was uh, Ravens 11.5. The
0: dirty birds.
1: Yeah, I actually want to talk about the Ravens for a second, too, just because I just, they had 14 wins last year. Cam had, or not Cam, I keep comparing them to Cam, but like Lamar Jackson had the most like insane year. You have to think people are going to like game plan, and there's no way they want to go like 12 and 4. I feel like at AFC North, is going to be way more competitive this year.
0: Especially after the way he looked in that playoff game. That's what I'm saying, man. He, like, wasn't
1: I mean, you would think that teams are going to do with whoever who, – who'd they lose to again?
0: The Bills? Yeah, so, like, they teams are going to game plan smacked.
1: against Lamar Jackson that
2: way. Yeah. I do So, I know they're – I know they're the Ravens offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. He was, like – that was his first year in the system and, like, working with uh, uh, Lamar. And yeah. I just read one quote. He said, Greg Roman is planning a more balanced attack next season to ensure Baltimore isn't so one-dimensional. <laughs> because, yeah, like, mean, if, if they are so one-dimensional, I mean, like, the, the key – like, I feel like you said, Keller, the bills crack the code, right? Mm-hmm. You put eight men in the box against Lamar. Everybody else, single-man coverage. You've got one safety deep, and you're fine. Like, he's not going to beat you with his passing. He's not making the, like, seven throws that every elite quarterback in the NFL can make,
0: right? No, it, it's it's not, his he's, legs. he's not zipping it into windows. No.
1: Even the year before, they got they lost to, like, the Chargers or someone who, again, like, not that great of a team, but were able to figure out Lamar Jackson. And mm-hmm. I remember then I was like, I'm pretty sure he didn't, like, con- convert a pass for the longest time and everyone was just shitting on him.
0: Yeah, it was, like, most of the first that, half. It was most of that the first what time? It was, right? <laughs> I Don't think he got it till like, five minutes ago in the second quarter, if I remember correctly. I remember those headlines.
2: Yeah. He went, like, over stats, stats actually or
1: something. Looked, wasn't it? His stats actually looked decent because the fourth quarter, he got a bunch of garbage time.
0: That's yeah. how it was against the Bills, too.
1: Really? Yeah. But, yeah, for some reason, so, like, I went – so, the main reason that stuck out to me, so I went back and looked at every MVP from 2000 until now, and I tried to find, like – the guys that were outliers, the guys that maybe didn't win multiple times or the guys you don't like hear about more than like once. And the guys that stood out to me, well, one, and he had very similar stats to what hey, was that a good point. For br- some reason I like
0: cutting out when you said the name.
1: I said, uh, I compared him to just like, I went through all the MVPs from 2000 to, to just now. And I tried to find the ones that were like one-offs, the guys that were like, didn't fit in the list. And to me, I mean Cam Newton when he went fifteen and one and day one and then lost in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason I just feel like he's gonna Lamar Jackson's gonna follow that trend. The teams are gonna figure him out. There's no way they go fourteen and two and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are like I don't know. that's that's just what I think. I just he just seems like one of those one off MVPs that I don't think like might be around for like maybe a couple more years, two more years.
0: It could be. I think a lot of it'll have to do with the AFC North getting a lot better this year than it was.
1: Let yeah, that's why I think that eleven and a half is so much.
0: Ben back Speaking for the Steelers? Of,
2: who, yeah, I was like going to say, who's is it? Ben this year with the Steelers? That's who it is, right?
0: Yep, he'll be back. Yeah, this is yeah. this is his last year. He's he's
2: done after this. I don't care what anybody says. Did you see his off season workout regimen? Was like thirty minutes of yoga a day? Yeah, and it's virtually
0: like, nothing. Yeah, he's he looks not doing like, anything. He looks like Prospector from the Rudolph claymation movie.
1: <laughs> he looks like the Mountaineer from West Virginia.
2: I was kind of expecting the Steelers to take a quarterback,
0: like, high. In this so they, they went 8-8 eight eight last year,
1: right? 8-8 eight eight or 7-9. Uh, yeah, I yeah, was one so of the two. Their, their, they're over-unders now at nine and a half. So I kind of like – I think that kind of makes sense for Ben to get him. Like I could see nine and a half being a decent number for them with Ben. But, again, who knows? Like, is Ben, is ben worth
0: two wins to that team? Yes. You know, I guess that's yeah. the
2: question.
0: I think it's an easy yeah. yes. And then they don't know how their defense will be. But they – hopefully you'd think it a healthy James Conner. And then receiving core is still a little questionable too. Yeah, yeah. you even good? Who's that,
2: who's that first rounder that they picked up, the wide receiver? I've never heard of him before. Is he any good, Kettler?
0: Oh, the guy that from – That wide receiver. I think they took the dude from Notre Dame. Is that who it is? It was Claypool. Yeah,
2: you're right. Yeah, he's yeah, a, Claypool, right? He's
0: basically a glorified tight end. He's huge. But he ran a really fast 40.
2: He ran like a 4 forty 40 or something? It was it was second
0: round, cat. Yeah, I don't think they ha- – they oh. didn't have a first round pick because they traded that for Minka. Oh, uh, that's, right. that's right. That was a solid yeah, I'm pick
2: though, or a solid trade. I'll do that for oh, sure. Yeah.
0: I was like, they ended up picking up so, like, middle the first.
2: first. Whatever. Fuck the Steelers. I don't really feel like going on a rabbit hole about them. The I I want to look at this five and a half for the Bengals. Like I know we don't get any fucking respect, but. I mean like, we won two games last year and we don't really deserve that kind of respect right now. I am giving Joey Burrow like he's worth 5 wins to us this year. That's my my, that's my line. Like <laughs> I mean I love him. the optimism, he, Ken. I'm there with you. He gets us he gets us 5 wins. You know.
0: If they don't win 5 games, I'd yeah. be very disappointed. I expect so the thing that... is even if they get
1: even if they get 5 wins,
2: that's still under on this one. Well, but my point is <laughs> him he can get us to the line where, like, our team's good enough. And then I think our defense, all the shit we did on that side of the ball. I mean, every single level we address. Yeah,
0: right? it'd be completely I different. Mean, you signed DJ Reader. They didn't really touch defensive end, but uh, completely new linebacking. Secondary. Secondary, yeah, secondary is revamped. No more Dre. Yeah. It'd be God. one new safety, and then Sean Williams <laughs> will be a utility tool. Yeah, it yeah.
2: sounds like he'll be a third he'll be the third safety off the bench now with Bates and then uh Von Bell, right?
0: Yeah, Zach Taylor when they signed Bell said he's gonna start. So I would assume that'd mean Bates and Von Bell.
1: Nice.
2: Okay, okay. Good. So Von will play more of like in the box strong, right? Yeah. B- Jesse Bates will play like deep deep man, like, you know, free safety. And then uh, we've got athletic corners. I don't know. I'm just optimistic. Like, I, I felt like I was not that optimistic last Actually, we were really optimistic last year. We saw we had a Bro, shot. Bro, I'm still
1: playoffs, optimistic. I'm so optimistic right now. I've been telling people that Bengals are competing for the AFC within five years. That's how optimistic I am.
0: You're not alone. In five years. Give, give me two next year <laughs> the Kuipers, <We're> <laughs> I don't know, they don't know I think there's an outside shot if the defense is as good as they hope that they could compete for yeah, the division
1: no. definitely I mean that is personally, I definitely think we can compete in the next few years aside yeah.
0: from the complete collapse of the offense when AJ Green gets hurt the last couple of years the defense has been the main problem yeah. the, the run defense has been so bad for years even when oh. we were still decent
2: Let's just shock that up to linebackers in general. Stopping a run and covering the middle of the field for linebackers has been some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, they they can't
0: do anything. That's been – I've always said
1: I have a a question for you guys. I have a question for you guys. Tell me why I should be excited about A.J. Green. I'm not excited about him at all, and I haven't seen him play in two years really. But people are still talking about him as if he's – the number one guy, I mean, he is the number one guy, but, like, as if he's still a top five, top ten receiver, why should I be excited
2: for A.J. Green?
0: Because the bar is set super low nowadays because he's always <laughs> injured. you got nothing but <laughs> <laughs> I what, what
2: other options do we have to get excited for in the wide receiving court? Like, Tyler Boyd, solid player, not, like, revolutionary by any means. No, but
1: if you think about it, man, he's not even – he just turned 25, and he already has 2,000-yard receiving years. Like, not many people in entire history have that.
0: Mm-hmm. I like, so like Tyler That's Boyd. impressive, I think. It's just I don't know if he can be your number one guy, but yeah. obviously. Yeah. It's proven when AJ's in there The Bengals' offense is always historically a hell of a lot better all around.
1: Right, right. But I'm just – that's the thing, though. I keep going back on it because people keep hyping up AJ Green this year and people keep talking about him. But I'm like, he's a 32-year-old guy but haven't played eight games in two years. So, like, should should I be excited for that?
0: I would be but happy I I that have they the haven't extended him yet, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. I'm really happy that we took Higgins because obviously the it's kind of the path oh. there, right? But we have yeah. two outside guys. And, let like, let's say AJ goes down. Like, I think Higgins is a guy that has that ceiling to where he can still be, you know, the athletic, down-the-field playmaker that, like, AJ was – and we have enough other guys that can, like, you know, you can have Tyler Boyd going over the middle. Maybe you've got uh, Tyreek Hill Jr. taking the top off of defense this year, game planning. You know, defense is game planning against him, you know. Uh, <laughs> who knows?
0: <laughs> Reek!
1: Where's the John Ross reference? Where is he?
2: Reek. <laughs>
0: he's in for a big one TJ is working him out boys he says he's oh, gonna do he? big oh, things
2: let's get the hype green going
0: he's already been working out with Burrow <laughs> the whole offseason oh <laughs> of it's to funny it.
1: looking. it's funny that that draft like Big Cat was talking about on part of my take it's just funny to think about that like Trubisky went one and who's the, that guy from Stanford the lineman went like three or whatever or oh from San and like, Francisco it's just funny. went to
0: San Fran yeah
1: for San, yeah Sam, exactly Dalman like, Thomas, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, all right. like, yeah what happened like all those guys were supposed to be studs
2: yeah you that's never that's just know. like a lost year <laughs> a lost year of the draft except, some of those some of those things happen except Mahomes right and Watson it's alright we got Burrow we do I'll have Joe Burrow that's
1: I, yeah, I don't know I've, I've been saying it to people That like I've never been as excited As I am About Joe Burrow About any other Any other player Coming into Cincinnati ever So At least yeah. we have that looking To look I forward to think the
0: too. only thing I was close Was getting Joe Mixon But not the same As getting a new yeah. quarterback
1: Right, right. I But he had those we, problems And he dropped Mixon,
2: and stuff When we talked about Mixon I remember that Like the day before We were talking like Oh Like we all knew about Mixon And like Thought he had like he could be that dude for us but we're like oh maybe he falls and then like it happened in the draft and we like lost our shit obviously Mm -hmm. that was awesome but like this we've known for months we're getting burrow oh yeah yeah and we got him so like my question is like what's the line for like a joe burrow statue like what does he have to do i don't think it's super bowl for the Bengals. i think I, i think it's go to the super bowl yeah Go to the Super Bowl. I'm even say like, "Hey man, you come win a playoff game for us." Statue. Kent, that just sounds. Paul lame, Brown doesn't bro. even we have a statue though. You <laughs> can't be that. Wait, wait can't one be- playoff game. I'm gonna build you a statue, Joe. Jesus oh my God. Christ. Yeah.
1: All right, Kent's building a personal statue oh, for Joe. That'd be joke, embarrassing. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't want that. I don't even want that statue. <laughs>
2: hey, great hey, place, downtown Hyde Park, where I was raised. uh uh, pottery place Build it out of clay Low budget All good You know One playoff <laughs> win Done Put it out front You
0: yeah, said so oh Do God. it home clay You can make it in the oven Yeah You got it You're going to have to uh, Fund the whole thing
2: there <laughs> We'll bake his Hey his hands are only Nine inches So we can We can easily bake those In the, the oven You know oh They'll definitely God. fit Because he has <laughs> tiny hands
1: But I do think If he goes to the Super Bowl And like he makes us A competitor For the amount of time That he's here In Cincinnati uh, I, do, I mean He There's really a good chance that – I don't know about a statue because I don't know how statues work, but there's a good chance he could go down as, like, one of the best quarterbacks for the Cincinnati Bengals. But that's all just in the future.
0: I'm just happy. By the way,
2: speaking of of potential, I know I'm going off on a – way off on a tangent. Speaking of potential uh, statue quarterbacks, did you guys see what Aaron Rodgers said about Jordan Love, like, two days ago? Was was it the most fake thing ever? He basically said – I I read the headline. I did not read the story. Let's just put it out there. But he basically said that because they chose Jordan Love over improving their team, he's willing to move on from them, like, in this offseason. He said he would, like, leave if they don't make a decision. Color me
1: surprised that he's being selfish. Right. When has Rodgers ever been selfish? Literally all the time. He's the most selfish. But my question my
2: th- question off that is do you guys think Green Bay built him a statue? Uh I doubt it. I and
1: mean, then Favre no. both have one, right? Yeah, they yeah. both have one. I mean I mean Rogers only has one appearance in the finals itself, so and in the in the Super Bowl, so Do
0: they have a statue I don't think so. at Favre? I guess maybe.
1: I don't think I don't they know. do, it's do th- they?
0: I don't know. I think we need to set
1: criteria for, for statues here. Kent's over here trying to build statues for one playoff win.
0: <laughs> statues can just stay with the busts in the Hall of Fame for all I care. <laughs> right. That, that's your but no, statue. Uh,
1: I definitely think Rogers is out of there. At some point, I do think he plays on a different team, Kent, if that's
0: what you're asking. I think it's a, he's sure. got this year, and then after this year, I think it's all up in the air. Mm-hmm. Is I'm it all just, team
2: team decision for his contract? That,
0: that team went twelve and four last year, though. That's so head scratching to me. That, that team was awful. They had yeah, that was the worst twelve and four team. Wins. Yeah, that was the worst twelve and four
1: team I think I've ever seen.
0: No, we're all. I know we're, I'm not a big Packers guy. Go, Paul. You yeah. play the same way. Aaron Rother, Rogers truthers. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. So his his potential opt out is 2022.
0: Oh, he has so like four or got... five years left. On his deal, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm looking at his contract
0: now. His, yeah, so it looks like
1: he's gonna make 21 next year and then 22 the year after at the age of 37. Great, wow. But, but yeah, okay. So moving on, the, let's talk about the other one. The, I think there's one more I had. The Buccaneers were at 10 over under.
0: The Bucks? I looked not, it up. I'm not buying the Bucks bandwagon whatsoever. I'm not. I'm not either.
1: I mean, I think they'll make the playoffs, maybe as a wild card, but I don't think they're going like. 13-3 or anything like
0: that. I think that's they arguably haven't... the best division this year.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's – I think that's an argument for sure. I'm just curious how – You really how, think uh, so? Uh,
0: uh, them or maybe the NFC West. NFC yeah. West, yeah. But, I mean, who's oh, the Panthers quarterback right now? Teddy? Teddy. Oh, yeah.
1: So okay. you're getting
0: B-minus quarterback play? But that yeah. defense will be improved. They just And
1: McCaffrey's up. just a beast. Yeah. So I looked it up the the Buccaneers haven't won 10 games since 2010. Hmm. So 2010. That's, that's where they're sitting. 2010 2010? and now they're over
0: under. Who the hell would be oh, quarterback in that team? I'm trying to think. Uh
1: the first name I see is Troy Smith, but it's not Troy Smith. Hold on.
2: <laughs> he did he did play for that team, though. I'm pretty sure. Really? <laughs> Cuz he won the Heisman in 07 um 06 and then Oh, six. Yeah, oh, you're
1: right. So, so here's, the, here's the three teams. Here's the three quarterbacks on that roster, okay? The final roster. I team, know they had 2010, Vincent 2010, Jackson. But, uh, that was the receiver, the receiver. Their quarterbacks were Josh Freeman, oh. Josh Johnson, oh. and Rudy Carpenter. Jesus.
2: <laughs> Damn. That was,
1: that's tough. Was, That must have meant that the rest of their team was amazing if they won 10 games on that.
0: a Tlaib.
1: Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's a good impression. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how he sounds with Raheem Morris. Okay. It so, just... I don't know. I don't I don't. I don't buy that 10 wins because I, I, I guess they'd have to win 11 to get their over. I would take under on that just because I think that 8 to 10 range is probably what I see them at. I just – I don't know why a 44-year-old quarterback is expected to go in there and be a Super Bowl contender, like, right away like that. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And we saw how Tom Brady was last year. He couldn't make a lot of throws. I, I know he didn't have weapons and people love to blame that shit, but, like – there's a lot of shit he was missing himself
2: yeah for sure so so let me tell you why i'm in on in on the buccaneers because you've got chris godwin and mike evans who in my opinion are two of the top 20 wide receivers in the nfl right now you have got gronk coming off a rest here jk dobbins right no nope. and then obviously tom brady dobbins is a raven yeah, Dobbins
1: is on. Oh, like I said, bro. J.K. Dobbins on the Buccaneers. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> Kept, wait second, Kept just got
2: him there. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have Ronald Jones. How did I get them mixed up? They
0: did draft him. Like, oh, did, did they?
1: they?
0: Did they draft? Yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn from Vanderbilt in their third round pick. Uh, Don't know who, who that I guy is, about. but meaning Talk another really name. Guy.
1: Add another name to that group of running backs nobody really knows anything about. Let's
0: just say you got a D-plus right. grade for that pick. Cool. Okay.
2: That's tough. I don't I mean, know. I like Bruce Arians, I though.
1: Think... I think Bruce Arians is, could do good things there. I like him, but I just don't know if they're expected. If they're expected to win 11 games in order to get the over, I'd, I'd go under for sure.
2: So, in my opinion, the wild card in that division are the uh, 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 the Dirty Birds because – who knows what comes out of them, right? I mean I don't know. Can I mean, they play the defense yet? Do the, I don't know. The Saints are gonna win <laughs> the division. They'll probably the Saints will probably win like thirteen, fourteen games. What's their over under Are they twelve and a half? Uh no, nobody's at twelve and a half. The highest is eleven and
1: a half. Um
2: the so they're New probably are, yeah, around ten and a half ten 11. and a half.
1: Yeah, they're at ten and a half. Yeah. So as far as like odds for Super Bowl goes, the top three were the Saints, the Chiefs, and the Ravens.
0: That all makes sense. Man, it's yeah. crazy
2: how quickly the Rams fell off. I just don't see them like coming back and competing anytime soon either. Yeah,
0: they're at eight and a half, so they just keep dropping. That's gonna be your Jeez, eight and eight-ish it's... team every year. I feel like. Adam to the Bears. <laughs> yeah.
1: Who's going to be their starting quarterback? Let's, let's talk about that.
0: Is it going to be Foles or is it going to be Trubisky?
2: Uh, so, I think it's going to be – they're going to have a competition, right, Kettler? That's mm-hmm. what I read.
0: Yeah, but I think you'll yeah. have Trubisky and little short leash guy, Nick Foyles, will get plucked in there at some point. Pretty yeah. early on, I would like, say. I'll,
1: so, you think it's like Trubisky will get start and then go folds or Foles will start and then go no, Trubisky? I think Trubisky, Trubisky
0: I will get, like, get the chance to keep the job and – the inevitable fuck up will happen.
1: That's what I'm saying, because like, you know the smallest thing is gonna like irk the fans in the front office and they're gonna be like, all right, we signed Nick Foles. let's start him now.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't understand why they traded for him and that contract made zero sense. You're not really getting an upgrade there in the first place.
2: Nope. But they're paying like twenty two or isn't Fole's contract like twenty two million? Something like that. I gets
0: more than that. But... I could be wrong.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: A lot of them. I'm
1: looking at it right now. I think it's around 20.
0: What's it around you cut out again?
1: 20. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, it looks like he's – yeah, next year he's going to make like 24 or something. Jeez. Um, I think
2: they they might cut – I could see them cutting him, though. I don't know if that's guaranteed. Because he got two years guaranteed. Of 21
1: of it is guaranteed. Really? Yeah, it's a, so I'm looking at it right now. It says 21 million is guaranteed. Man, sheesh. Yeah, so so Nick Foles has already restructured his contract with the Bears, per source. Uh, he still has 21 million dollars guaranteed. It looks like okay. Well,
2: so that's enough Bears friends. talk, I suppose. <laughs> yeah,
1: but all right. Um, you guys have anything else NFL-wise? Uh, overall, I think that the Bengals are going to be better, and that's the only thing I really care about.
0: It'll actually be fun to watch again. Yeah, that's the main
1: thing. We've talked about that before. Where it's like, like, like the last couple of years have kind of just been painful.
0: It's been brutal. You guys so are Keller, asking I'm me interested to hear... why I was still watching right. at the end of it.
2: <laughs> I didn't. I watched the first three and a half games of the season, and then I just, like was on red zone the entire rest of the year. Don't blame me like,
0: one bit.
1: I'm with you. Once in a while, I'd watch the Bengals, but, yeah, I'm with you. I was all red
2: zone for sure. Keller, do you think our three linebackers we drafted are just going to start? Because I think that might just happen. Like,
0: uh, no, I, I don't know. I only think one off the rip. Uh, don't know which one that will be. Logan Wilson be my guess. And I think he, you yeah. will have Pratt keep his job because he did look good at the end of the year. On the outside, Wilson on the inside, and then uh, – Bynes, who they signed from Baltimore, playing the other spot.
2: Oh yeah, I thought so. Wilson was an inside guy. I thought he was an outside linebacker. He is
0: because he linebacker. had
2: all those coverage skills. Okay, Well, that's just a positive, right? Because it wasn't he graded like really high in coverage as well. Yeah,
0: very good. Yeah, he was way up there. I think the highest that's in so the draft hard. on Pro Football Focus. for What that's worth.
2: Wow, I don't remember last time we had a middle linebacker that could cover like even a tight end
0: not Ray Maluga <laughs> oh ah. god <laughs> I, I, uh... I, I saw a, I saw a gift from
2: the 2015 season with Ray Maluga and Vinnie Ray in there for linebacker I was like heesh, yikes. Uh, yikes it's not fond memories go ahead go Paul were you gonna say
1: Oh, nothing. I was just going to say, I keep I'm, every time I read about our linebackers, I see that App State guy that we dropped and how he should have been like an early second-round guy. Oh, I thought but he would have
0: gone of... earlier because he's injured. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but they said he had some big-time injuries. But, but his expectations are still high, and the fact that we got him in the fourth round seems promising. I know nothing about him, but anything to make our linebackers better, I'm
0: mean, He is a smaller guy, but I'm happy they took him. They needed some athletes there, and – Bengals traditionally had drafted like larger, I call them early two thousands linebackers that just look like they play in a phone booth. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> not yet, not keeping up with the times. And late, this is the Akeem,
2: Akeem Gaithers guy. Yeah, is that who we're talking about? Yeah. Akeem Davis Gates. Davis. Yeah. yeah, but so he's a speed guy. I thought he was like an edge rush, like a hybrid linebacker.
0: No, he's an outside linebacker. He's really undersized. Oh, all
2: right. I'm fine with it. Give me this six foot two twenty linebacker all day now. Six one, two thirty five. I'll take I, that all day long.
0: Personally, at the more after the fact, I'd like the guy they took in the second, seventh round the most of the bunch. Uh, Marcus. Marcus Bailey. Guy was a mm. monster at Purdue. Like if you look at his highlight tape, it's the entire goddamn game against Ohio State. He's destroying us. <laughs> Uh, But he tore both of his ACLs while he was in college, and that's why he dropped that far. Like, people are saying he stays healthy. He's day one or two pick.
2: Yeah. Wow. Day one or two. (laughs)
1: I'll take it.
0: Hey, week two, we have a
1: primetime game. I'm just hyped for that.
0: Is that the Thursday nighter against the Browns?
1: Yes, sir. That's the Thursday night against the Browns. That would be so
2: much fun. Oh, my God. I want to smoke those fools. (laughs) <laughs> what do you guys think about the Browns this year? I mean, they, I thought they made the right moves in the draft, like actually like, improving their line. Like,
0: and their signed. line
2: might have been worse than ours last year. It
0: may have been. But, like, and then they signed Conklin from Tennessee.
2: Good sign. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm just not sold on Baker. I don't know if he's. If I'm he's not a big Baker guy
0: myself either. I don't think he's looked that impressive. He got weapons no. last year, still looked about the same
1: right they, uh, did you not know they won the Super Bowl in May
0: always <laughs> they're all about the offseason oh Super Bowls
1: they, they they thought they had it cleansed. I was living in Cleveland at the time they signed all those guys and they were all just like everybody was just like Super Bowl or bust at that point
0: Yeesh. yeah probably hysteria yeah people are crazy that's what it is
1: uh, but then I'm crazy maybe saying that we're going to compete for the AFC in the next few years so who knows
0: uh, most of New York. One,
2: one other, one other over under here. I want to talk about Pats at nine. Yeah, no way, zero no way. chance. Am I? No chance, because the Bills. I mean, I feel like the Bills are probably going to win that division this year, right? They, so, so uh, think about
1: this: the Bills have the same over under as the Patriots.
2: That's yeah, fair. No I, I just I. Historically speaking, I can see it, but I don't. I don't think the. the, I don't think the Pats are going to do anything this year. Like, I don't think Jared Stidham is really their real answer. Like, I could. I'm all in on the Pats kind of tanking this year away. I really think that could be a strong possibility. Because what? Then you go from Brady to like Lawrence or Fields. Like, what? Why wouldn't you want that?
0: Right. Most likely. Yeah. That defense is good enough though. They'd win with. Yeah, that defense is really good.
1: And the thing about Belichick is Belichick doesn't do down years. Even the year they had Matt Castle, they missed the playoffs, but they went ten and six. So that's like, a, it's not. So
0: I'm thinking like that could be the spot Cam ends up in, as much as I think oh, Belichick okay. and him don't exactly mesh. But I feel like Belichick cares more about winning than worrying about his quarterback's personality, and it could work.
1: Yeah, I guess. Hmm. But he also cut that Jonas Gray guy after four
2: touchdowns. True. <laughs> so who knows oh, that what was I was thinking. and the fucking <laughs> cornerback that won them the goddamn Malcolm super bowl yeah <laughs> but yeah so i don't I know I don't, about...
1: I, the thing about the patriots and bill belichick cuz i feel like he's kind of getting into the end of his career is i don't really know how many down years he's really going to have and i don't know That's i think he's point, a good right? enough coach and i think that defense is good enough where they're still going to compete don't get me wrong i don't know if they'll win the their division or whatever the afc east but i think they'll no, still dude. compete i don't think i don't i don't the I don't Dolphins think they're division.
0: gonna like. <clears throat> yeah. I, I the Dolphins I mean, have a higher, like,
1: higher, over under than the Bengals, they, by
0: the way. The media loves the Dolphins. I don't understand. Yeah,
2: they have. A, that, six they and a had half the fight media out. had the biggest boner for their draft. It was yeah. like A yeah. plus off the blah blah, blah. I'm Like really? I mean, two is good, but like he gets hit once. I feel like he's just gonna break. I saw something.
0: And, it was on Instagram. I think it was Fox NFL Senate it was, uh, which duo would you rather have? It was Burrow and Green or Tua and Devontae Parker? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Dude, give, me, give me A.J. Green, who hasn't played in two years, over Devontae I, uh, Parker. Please. I was
0: like, all right, I got to look through the comments on this. And it was so overwhelmingly <laughs> Dolphins' comments. It was geek. Oh, God. I'm like, That's these two, funny. you can't, like, Devontae Parker can't even hold a candle to a healthy A.J. Green. Exactly. And as much of
1: a Tua guy as I am, uh, get out of here with that comparison. That's I don't even absurd. know if he's going to start right away. No, yeah, that's what they're saying. They're saying Tua might even sit if, like to start the year. Yeah, I,
0: don't I think mean, I'll... did
2: they did they address their line at all? I forget. Because from what I, who was their quarterback last year in Miami? I don't they drafted
0: remember. a guy with one of their first rounders, I think. Did they? It was
2: Fitzpatrick, Kent. Oh, that's right. Wow. Yeah. Fitzpatrick.
1: Fitzmagic, I'll win you I mean, about three games, you know, put up 350 yards, six touchdowns, but then never play well again after that. But
2: The last two years of fantasy football have been like the Twilight Zone with Ryan Fitzpatrick. The first like three <laughs> games of the year, he just blows up.
0: You don't want Ryan Fitzpatrick then... on your fantasy team post October.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> then just drops off. I remember when that press conference he did where he wore the chain and the sunglasses. Looked yeah, like two McGregor. Right? That
0: It was so funny. It was Deshaun Jackson's was... clothes.
2: I was going to say, yeah, he looked uncomfortable. He was definitely wearing
1: someone else's stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just remember that Monday night oh. game. I think they were playing the Steelers last year. They went up like 28 nothing, or 28-3 mm-hmm. at halftime. Yeah. Still it's... blew the damn and game. And then lost. Yeah.
2: That was amazing. <laughs> funny. That Boy, was last uh, year, wasn't it? what I think it was last year uh whatever anyway
1: <laughs> but all right so so moving on i yeah. guess uh, the next thing just moving on as far as like nfl goes so the nfl week opening game okay it's set for september 10th <laughs> are we going to see football september 10th guys
0: yes yes but i'm not 100% you'll see fans there
1: yeah i'm i don't i don't i'm pretty sure we won't see fans i'm not even i'm still not like convinced that we're
0: going to see football then college i would be a little more iffy on i don't know why so
1: call so college week zero is august 29th which is obviously a couple weeks before then What's That's going to that, happen, seems, man? that seems more of a stretch than september 10th but
2: i don't know i i i just here's where i come from right you know as as somebody who co-owns a business right and I have been talking to people all across the U.S. You know, there, this whole pandemic, like everybody who's in metropolitan areas is very hyper-focused on it and whatnot. Nobody in rural areas has seen any cases, right? So, you know, forget about like how you feel about I think about there's a difference that.
1: though. I think there's a difference between seeing cases and reporting cases though.
2: Well, I, I give you that, right? But what my point is, is this, is, you know, politics aside is like, like businesses, small businesses crumbling in the U.S. right now, and I don't think this is, can go on. Like, what we're trying to do can go on for much longer. They're already starting to test the waters of, like, hey, let's reopen this, reopen that. Like, if this goes well these next couple of weeks that we're going through as a nation, where everybody's like, oh, let's see, you know, uh, we're going to have fucking football. Mm-hmm. Like, this, it means way too much. Like, there's tens of billions of dollars at stake for our economy, right? Both collegiately agree, Ken, and professionally. at some point,
1: At some point, I agree. No, no, the small businesses and stuff, what you're saying is so right. Like, I work at a small law firm, and I'm seeing the effects of it on our firm. So, like, you can definitely tell that it's affecting, and we need the economy open. But, like, what we're talking about here is not the small business. We're talking about billion-dollar companies, guys that make, like, millions and millions of dollars. And on top of that, one person gets sick. The entire league is liable for that. So liability reasons, they have to make sure, like, Nobody mm-hmm. is going to be able to get it because if one person gets it, that's just a big lawsuit for whatever organization, whether it's the NFL, the MLB, or the NBA. So I think that's the thing they have to watch out for. Yeah, but I'm but, with you that the economy should open.
0: Like, the biggest it, it thing by then too will be the ability for the leagues to get the players all tested beforehand too. And like yep. I don't mm-hmm. know their requirement will be how often they would do so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest question well, mark for MLB, too, actually, because MLB PA is reviewing one of the proposals that the MLB gave. And they the, the main thing the players are saying outside of money, obviously, is how safe is everyone? Like, are we going to get tested, all that stuff? Because when they do stuff like this, like, if they start baseball, say, in July, like they're talking about, they're going to be away from their family for at least the next six months because you're not going to be able to go see other people at that point. So to me, it's like a big deal. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, it's
2: crazy. I just I I think I see everything kind of moving in a certain direction now, and I don't the 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 general population of the U.S. will not allow us to go back, in my opinion. And like I said, whether you believe it or not, like this train's going one way, you know, and we're gonna fucking find a way to have football as a nation. That's just like what I truly
0: believe. Like I I thought that about I I, I swore I thought
1: that about March Madness. I thought that about the NBA season, but like.
0: That was just I don't know. People... the timing of that stuff is gonna like that's where the it differs from like the football thing just because that was right at the beginning at the jump March Madness was just sol on that. Yeah. And then the way oh, I, and I'm
1: trending... and I'm with you that we we shouldn't make any decisions now. If if decisions are being made in May for things that are gonna happen in September, it doesn't make sense because you definitely want to see like how the economy is doing, how people are doing, how the testing is going. But I don't know. It just doesn't. To me, there's so much liability that comes with this that I'm not convinced that. Yeah,
2: that's a good point. That, that,
1: that these like billion-dollar companies are just going to be like, okay, we're gonna, willing to take that risk. I don't know. I'm, I want sports back. I'm so done watching NFL sims.
0: <laughs> you don't enjoy betting on the <laughs> virtual video games,
2: sir. <laughs> that was some degenerate shit. Both of you were doing. Go for you got in on that. Both out. What
0: would you say? You got in on the Madden betting.
1: Dude, I'm all in on
0: it. Yes. I don't do it as
1: often, but yeah. I would definitely, like, because, if, if, like, they, they've been doing it. They, they've been doing this thing called the the Sim Classic where they're doing, like, division games and then a tournament. So I'm, like, paying attention to it. Oh my.
0: Well, they got a tournament style going. <laughs> I love it.
1: Yeah, so it's, like, the way they're doing it is, like, uh, the World Cup for soccer where they do group play within the division, two teams advance from each group, and then they do, like, a knockout round up to the finals.
0: Vegas is trying to survive, too, here.
1: Dude, they're trying to do something. And the fact that I even know that this is going on
2: shows you how say, bored I, I am. I just <laughs> impressed that you know all this shit, go pop.
1: <laughs> It's funny because the very first Bengals game, I turned it. I just clicked it. Second quarter, Bengals down 35-0. Oh, I my out right God. I X'd, <laughs> out right, I X'd out right away. I was like, this is, this is,
2: this is, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's too funny but yeah i don't know i just i really i i, I think it's an interesting L you know, you're talking about with like liability go paul i just yeah, i really man, man I, I there's they got to find a way man i they got to i don't care yeah like you know fucking force it if you have to by the way did you guys see i know part of my TikTok about this Ravel's fucking tweet about getting the nfl back I did, did you guys know, see what did that? You say no he basically – he had like a three-step process. It was like the fucking Revell system to get the NFL back, right? Number mm-hmm. one, test all players, and if they're good, they can play. If not, it's like two weeks quarantine minimum. Step okay. two, have them sign a waiver that if they get corona, they won't hold the li- league liable. Parentheses, they're almost already guaranteed CTE anyway,
0: so they'll do it. What? whoa <laughs> whoa there Ravel calm down that last bit was fuck off dude so unnecessary on the last <laughs> yeah <part>. everything else <laughs> right.
1: honestly everything else made sense why that did we have to
0: put that, th- that the waiver thing was actually something I was going to say a few minutes ago when we were talking about it is something that's something they could definitely do
1: yeah
0: yeah so at the end of the day these dudes are trying to get a paycheck too like
1: oh absolutely
0: yeah, just just, find... as hard, just as
1: hard as it is for the businesses and the teams to, like, turn down, like, making money, it's just as hard for these guys who aren't making money right now to, to, to be like, no, I don't want money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I
2: I, yeah, I just – I just – I feel like this is actually going to happen. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, maybe I'm, it's right just I it. want to wheel it across. Hey, I
1: support it, Ken. I'm, t- I'm on the negative side because I feel like – all my hopes and dreams have been crashing as far as sports for the past few months. Other than Joe Burrow, he's been the he's been the light in my life.
2: <laughs> Joe Paul! Joe we need you to go ahead and get dance. your get your Burrow jersey.
1: Yeah, dude. Even though, even though you guys haven't gotten yours yet, have you?
0: Nope.
2: No.
1: Has anybody? Or are they still waiting? Like you said, I think
0: the only people you yeah, like said I, some people got them. Right? I think it's people that ordered from the local pro shop or this other local sporting goods store that's downtown Cincy oh yeah
2: okay yeah that makes sense oh my god I had to look up this revel tweet just to get the actual wording he said this is how it's done number one players sign waivers with that team isn't responsible for them contracting COVID-19 number two all players will sign parentheses they already get CTE with near certainty three players who test positive stay out for two weeks what a just fucking asshole! Like this, this is guy. So has, necessary. No, he's, he's
1: everything else worm. was honestly okay. Everything else seemed to be okay there.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I just I wanted to. Well, so what? That when's guy. the MLB coming back? What's the over under date? Yeah, right so I guy? have some. Yeah. So right I think now,
0: the, the NBA will be back before the MLB that. figures itself out. I it think sounds. so too, actually, Keller.
2: Yeah, I think the, so too. The
0: Rockets are back at practice tomorrow. Really? Oh yeah. shit.
1: Yeah, honestly Kettler, some of those teams have already been allowed to be but all the teams that all the states that have opened up are really? now are like allowed to practice. There's no rule against like certain teams just because like they're not saying like some teams are getting an advantage and some teams aren't. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much saying if your states open then you can go practice.
0: Yeah, I still think the NBA will be well, – MLB is going to go right into spring training for how long a period of time? Nobody knows. They're going to do
1: – so they're going to do like a re-spring training, a bre- like, a, like a like a really, really quick spring training at the end of June, and then trying to start July 4th weekend is what their plan is. Yeah, I saw training about-
0: in June, and July 1st was going to be opening day. It's the last bit of rumor I saw online.
1: Yeah, I mean, you 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 guys know how it's been with baseball. There's like a new rumor for them daily. Yep. But but I agree that NBA makes the most sense. Honestly, just it's I don't know the, the way that NBA would have to do it though. It would have to be where it's like you go to a certain place because I don't think they're going to be able to do it where you're traveling city to city and being able to do that. Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to go to Ve- Like you know how the Vegas does like the G League before the year starts or the or the, or whatever it is. Right. They might have to do something like that and quarantine themselves. But I do think that solutions are easier for the NBA at this point because, I mean, the season's already underway. There's only like 15 games left. You could somehow figure out a way to even abbreviate that and just get into the playoffs.
0: Do like, like a sanctuary city per se and just have the teams live there while they're in the playoffs pretty much. Exactly. Arizona already Arizona brought, brought
2: back major – they approved Major League Sports.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On, On the, the same four, the four day of... that California shut down the
2: state for three months the same day same with florida florida said florida
1: governor came out and said we accept all sports sporting events that are not being able to be played elsewhere he like said exactly that so why don't we, we could do like west coast vegas east coast like florida and make that happen Yeah, you'd but.
0: probably see it split by conference in the nba you'd have two hubs and then th- yes yeah. finals could be wherever yeah, the newest oh thing God. for baseball they're talking Please. about is
1: is three locations, which is Arizona, Florida, and Texas. But again, we take that with a grain of salt because MLB changes daily.
0: For as weird as an NBA playoffs would be without fans, I will take it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, man.
2: <laughs> I read I read something they would, might they're considering putting crowd noise into the broadcast.
0: That was uh, the NFL. Joe yeah, Buck that was, was NFL. Yeah, saying, yeah. Joe Buck said the NFL is talking about it. I don't think they should do it. Right,
2: right. They, you don't they think, said that, so? I, think I, would, that... I actually thought about that. I'm like, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I could be up for simulated crowd noise. Like, I, you know, I, I don't know if I want to hear silence in the background. Like you that, know, it's
0: like the birds. chirping not, at the masters. <laughs> what
2: why You could hear the play, you could hear the players talking and stuff. I think that would be cool. I'm with you. Uh, maybe And maybe that's just a cherry it's, on top of the Corona experience. It's not you really going to
0: bother out. me if they pump in crowd noise. I just think it's going to be weird because you're 100% going to be able to see the empty seats.
1: <laughs> I mean, have you guys watched any Korean baseball? They're fake people holding signs. Yeah, it's the cardboard
0: best. people. <laughs> Wait, what? The Korean yeah, baseball stadiums people. have been showing they have just giant cardboard cutouts throughout all the rows in the stadium and they look like people. <laughs>
1: And they're holding up signs, just, too. It's the best part.
0: Do they let people into the stands, though?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, there's no uh. fans.
1: Yeah, I think it's all no fans still. It's just fake people holding fake signs.
2: Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, uh, let's do it. Bring me back. So th- Give me the abbreviated NBA playoffs, five-game series, you know, whatever. I don't care. Just give me something. No, hell no. I don't want that five five game series. Hell no. If we're gonna
1: do it, let's do all seven. Cause I mean, I don't. I don't. Yeah, five games is is too little. I like NBA or MLB's idea of going to like an eighty two game season. Got me in for that. That cuts the entire season in half.
2: Oh my God. I'll take let's that, just like, do that in perpetuity. Yeah, I'm good. I don't need 160 games. Let's just do that. Yeah.
1: Their proposal is actually interesting. I was reading it this morning before this. They're doing what they would be doing is like they'd, they'd make it instead of 10 teams make playoffs, they'd make it 14 teams to like extent. And uh, what they would do is you would only play the teams in your division and the team in the opposite league in that same division. So, like, NL Central would play NL Central teams and AL Central teams. So, geographically, everyone's like pretty close to each other. So, We'd be playing. Interesting. So the Reds would be playing, like, a lot of the like the Indians and the White Sox and the Twins and stuff, so just staying in the Midwest.
0: Yeah, I saw something similar to that, where they were just going <clears> to <throat> realign the divisions for the rest of the year and do it geographically so you wouldn't have people all over the place. Yeah. So you but the thing about
1: baseball is baseball is so, like, in the history of baseball, it's so based on stats and statistics, and, like, that's like they, like, live on numbers. So, like, to having to put an entire asterisk on a whole season – it just, like, I don't know how the purest NMLB fans are going to take that.
0: Yeah, the, the old-timers.
2: Mm-hmm. It's going to be an asterisk no matter what for this this time period, though, for everyone, I feel like. So, you know, oh, yeah, MLB definitely. aside. Um, shit, what was I going to say? Um, I, I don't really like the Reds' chances if we have to play a bunch of regional teams because the, the White Sox are scary. The Twins are a great team. Indians are above average, you know, like that. I, I still like think we're, the, 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 the Reds
1: are also, the Reds are still the best team in the NL Central though, so that doesn't. I don't know. That doesn't. I don't really think it changes. I think what the Reds did this off season and what
2: they're getting ready for to do, if there is a season, I think I'm still excited for that. Mm-hmm. I think Vegas has a higher win total on the Cubs, by the way, in our division. They had not the last time
1: I looked. Let's see. Camille really. The, I guess it
2: doesn't matter at this point
1: because... We're yeah, just, whatever. Know know actually, many... yeah, yeah, none of that matters anymore. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> none of it matters because we don't even know how many games they're fucking playing.
2: You know what? Just to switch gears, <laughs> I was thinking about The Last Dance and the finals. If they would have done this shit like they wanted to, like finals, one episode, finals, one episode, yeah, be so I might have, cool. like, I would have creamed myself. That would have been yeah, the coolest be shit cool. of all time. That'd if the finals cool. went seven games and, and you're like you know you have this symbolism of like mj like going through all these hardships and like these teams like battling it out like like I mean, if you know
1: Blanc- they'd make a story if it was lebron too they'd make that story like was that was that their original
0: their original air dates were supposed to be around yeah. the sunday to sunday the finals yeah it's yep. supposed to be the off days gotcha
1: which would just be cool you guys, by the way yeah let's move to that well, there's two episodes tonight the last two what are you guys looking forward to most from the last dance
0: Seeing if I'm still supposed to hate Michael Jordan after watching this. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't at all. Not that I ever did. I don't hate him at all. I never did.
1: I don't hate him at all either,
0: yeah. That seemed to be the way people were like painting it before this all started. Like, oh, you might not like Michael as much anymore.
2: Well, remember he had that quote. He's like, I'm nervous people are going to think I'm a bad guy. He literally said that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's all part of the hype. But like, to me, the biggest takeaway is MJ is still just as culturally relevant now as he was back then like all my favorite thing about the last dance are the fucking memes coming out of this thing like him Mm -hmm. holding the tablet yeah that all over Twitter oh it's amazing I love the new content coming out of this thing
1: I love I love how much of an asshole he is just like he brought the best out of every player and just if people and he just didn't give an actual shit about, about anything else but winning and I don't know. I think that's just cool. If anybody thinks that that's an asshole move, then, like, I don't know. Michael Jordan would call you not a winner at that I'm just point.
0: disappointed there's not video of Steve Kerr getting punched in the face. <laughs> right?
2: right? <laughs> so that would have been amazing. Steve Kerr just getting <laughs> That dropped. whole scene
1: was really cool. That whole scene was really cool. And MJ saying he, like, respected Kerr. And I'm like, well, you didn't want to get, like, fined or anything. So you punched him after it. And then you started respecting him. <laughs> yep. I think uh, the the thing I'm excited for tonight is they were start because the end of the last episode where they were starting the Eastern Conference Finals against the Pacers, mm-hmm. and I looked this up, that that Pacers series is the only time in the six championship runs that they have where that any of their series – or any of the series that either the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals, that went to seven. Nothing else went to seven Ooh. in those six years. So, like, it's going to be interesting to see all that, to see how – because Reggie Miller, at one point, if you guys remember last week, goes, I thought we were the better team. Like, And that's why I had to yeah, look it up. Yeah, like,
2: I forgot it closed with his comments. He's like, I felt like we were going to win. Yeah,
0: and he's he was a hit, like, I'm surprised he did these interviews for him personally. He got so screwed in his career just with timing of being with MJ on one side and then MJ retires and, and, he, and he has Kobe to deal with Shaq and Kobe next.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's just that's a rough life he lives but he was i mean he was a good player he, he's the only one to take captain Day to seven in those uh in those six championship runs I, which i thought was super interesting just shows how fucking Damn. dominant
2: the bulls were yeah
0: that's too. just
2: crazy like I, I think for me like i just gained a new respect and appreciation for the team and how good they were like you know i kind of bought into the thing like oh today's nba is so much better than and it is but i think that team would have Pippen and Rodman are insane. Two and three Two and three pieces to like Jordan. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, the year after Jordan went to
1: play baseball, they won fifty five games and made it to the, like the Eastern Conference semifinals, where they lost in a game yep. seven. So they, it's not as if they weren't competing. And obviously MJ gives them that extra push. But you're right. That team was. Solid, no matter what.
0: Just want well, as a Rockets Jeez, fan, just want man. to thank Jordan for doing baseball for two years, so the Rockets could win back Yeah, backs. Let,
1: <laughs> let like let Clyde Drexler and Hakeem win a couple.
0: Yep, and Sam Cassell.
1: I thought that was another. I thought that was another cool scene where he was where the very one of their first championships they had to play the Blazers, and MJ's talking about. He's like, I respected Clyde. I thought he was good, but he wasn't on my level.
0: <laughs> That's
1: true. That was. I thought that was. I mean, yeah. And then, but MJ went away for two years and he got a couple
2: of rings. So when he went to Houston. By the way, the best moment of the series, in my opinion, is literally from that meme, though, when it's Gary Payton and MJ. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and MJ was talking about, oh, he was like, oh, it was Gary Payton saying, oh, like now I'm guarding MJ. Like I wasn't afraid of him. Like we have a shot at this. And, and he, MJ's, like, looking at that and then just literally dying laughing at Gary yeah. Payton. I'm like, <laughs> you can tell MJ had final cut on this shit because they literally let him see all the other interviews after they didn't respond to it in the documentary. I'm yeah. like, if I'm Gary Payton, I'm kind of like, well, fuck me, right?
0: <laughs> like, somebody's just I laughing mean, in my face. I mean, that's on
1: that's on Gary Payton to think he could say something like that and have MJ not laugh at
0: him. Like, I just love on. how he just immediately said the glove and starts chuckling. Right, he didn't
1: call him Gary Payton at all. He just called him the glove the entire conversation.
0: My favorite part of the whole (laughs) series, though, I probably have to go to the Rodman episode, the part. just I can't fathom (laughs) the whole, like, took a vacation in the middle of the season thing. (laughs) (laughs) Went to Vegas and disappeared.
1: (laughs) The story is crazy with MJ knocking on the door. Carmen Electra is in the bed with him. She's like in the sheets and MJ's like bro we got a game we got to get out of here like and he's like, He's gone for the, 2 weeks and the fact weeks. that like and the fact that feels like all right you get 48 hours and, and and Rodman just leaves for 2 weeks and like on top yeah. of that they send MJ not even an assistant not like an assistant coach not like an intern they send mj to go get rodman
0: <laughs> yeah that part was hilarious to me and carmen Electra was talking about how she got the door and like looked out the door and couldn't believe it was michael jordan standing there <laughs> it's really funny because i was reading
1: on twitter after that episode and everyone's like everybody knows why mj went to vegas it wasn't to get rodman it was to gamble
2: <laughs> yeah for sure and
0: the, the, the I only the beef I had with it going to the gambling thing is uh, they talked about the guy that he got involved with. I forget his name, but they talked about him for like two minutes who was like the guy that ended up in jail for all kinds of shit. Yep. Yeah.
1: Like why... the he would golf with you? Right, right, yeah.
0: Man. Like why didn't they talk about that guy more? I guess they didn't want to include Michael. Probably didn't want to include all the gambling stuff, but I was surprised they didn't right. touch on him a bit more.
1: I mean his. I... His response uh, to that interview back in the 90s when they're like, do you think you have a gambling problem? And he's like, if I had a problem, I wouldn't have a house
2: over my head and my children wouldn't be able to eat.
0: Right. He, he's That's
2: like, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a competition problem. like, a <laughs> <laughs> gambling problem, you know? Yeah, I love <laughs> it. You can love to compete, but if you're putting money on everything you're doing, you know? Right. I thought it was interesting, though. They, they talk about... There's like the two sides of that coin. They're like, oh, MJ, haha, funny gambler, and it's like MJ, oh, like dad implications on this side. Like they just kind of lightly talked touched on it. I'm like, I don't know, you know, I don't know. It just it seems like there's more to that story than they talked about. I guess you know.
1: Yeah, I mean the the, the whole like story of him being quote unquote suspended, I guess, for a for 18 months. Like that I don't think that came out of nowhere I don't Don't get me wrong I'm not sure if that actually happened And like That's why I went to play baseball I'm, I don't really buy that But I'm sure there was some I know, yeah, thoughts, yeah, Some sort of investigation going on Some it sort definitely of like Thoughts within
0: the NBA Like he was exhausted With everything going on Just like The posse yeah. of Media And just couldn't even live his life
2: Yeah
0: i also think maybe it's, we it's,
2: all it's, just do that Like let's just I'll take a year and a half Middle of our careers You know Like Hey, things are a little overwhelming right now. Press the pause button, step back. Let's go do something we're passionate about. That inevitably won't work. And we come back and do our whole thing over again. You know, all good. <laughs>
0: the reset button.
2: Yeah, why not? Yeah. Sounds great.
0: If only we. Uh...
2: And
1: MJ was getting paid by the Bulls the entire time he was playing baseball. Yep. They
0: didn't so want to let like him go. So they were just. Yeah, it's yeah like they big just didn't want to
1: let him go. Yeah. So MJ. Uh i'm i'm excited for that i'm also excited because tonight's the 98 finals they're going to show that they're going to show the push off on russell that he had where he wins the series Mm -hmm. they're going to show that in the finals
0: i'm curious if Uh, they'll dive much into like his comeback with the wizards i don't think so they were talking i think someone was talking about that
1: uh on some interview and i think this is like they're just going to do up until 98
0: i have no problem with that i wasn't sure
1: yeah, yeah. I have no problem with it. I'm I'm, I'm very curious, though, tonight, what they're going to talk about. They're going to talk about the Pacers series. They're going to talk about the Jazz series. And, uh, yeah, the sixth ring, obviously. So, Oh, hmm. no, no. What I'm curious about is what if they show after the finals. Because the beginning of that year, he had said, he's like, if Phil doesn't stay, I'm gone, too. So, I'm really curious if they have, like, behind-the-scenes That's stuff. That's probably how what...
0: they'll end it, I would assume, is how it all ends up getting broken off with management and everything where everybody ends up.
1: Right, right, because the guy said, if you, you can win 82 games, then I'm still gonna get rid of you, kind of thing. So
0: that guy, dude, that GM is just the evil villain of this series. <laughs> right, he's such he's such a villain. Like he he's the poor bastard. is not good even good alive, alive to defend himself. Like, right, he did,
1: he did a good job. He did like he had a good job, and he did a good job. He helped build a team. Obviously, he had MJ, but he like traded to get Scottie Pippen.
2: He did all that, and he gets no credit and just gets shit on. <laughs> I mean, the guy did himself no favors. No. Like, no. man. No, definitely. Not. I wonder if it's because MJ and everybody was constantly just like ripping on him. Like what? Like what came first? Was it because Jerry Krause was an asshole and was only focused on like even after the first or second? Do you guys remember that quote? He was obviously, oh, it's the organization. But after they won the second title, he was like. This is just a great organization. Credit to the players, but it's the organization that won this title. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, I can promise you
1: right now. I can promise you organizations do not win championships.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: It is it is players and coaches that win championships. It is absolutely Somebody, not the organization.
0: Early in the series when they really started profiling Jerry Krause, was saying that he was always pissed because he was never getting enough credit from like I guess media and fans.
1: Yeah, I mean it's hard when MJ's there. Like MJ and Phil, like the best player and best coach of all time. It's hard to get uh, I
0: credit might be, there. I might be wrong, but I don't know if GMs as a whole got a whole lot of credit back then.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I but, don't know. I mean, I could see that. I could see that. Management absolutely. part of it.
0: A little before our time to really say, but yeah,
1: We're honestly, even even era. the even the whole MJ thing, like, because I moved to America in 1998. He won his last championship the month before i moved to america so like for me the mj era doesn't exist in my sports like encyclopedia the first championship i remember watching is the spurs with dennis rodman and tim duncan in 1999 that's like not not dennis rodman uh david robinson sorry
2: david robinson i
0: i do remember the bulls last championship and paying attention to it we were probably Mm -hmm. in like first grade or kindergarten
2: yeah
1: definitely one of the two (laughs)
2: Speaking of David Robinson, I saw a clip of Sha- like one of Shaq's first years in the league. Actually, no, this is when he was with the this is when he was with the Lakers. So after he left the Magic, Robinson was still on the the Spurs. Dude, Shaq literally treated him like a child and like threw him like four, five, six feet off. of him Oh yeah, I saw play. that.
1: I saw that. Yeah, I saw that play. I oh, and then
2: dumped over. I was like, oh my god, like. I, I mean, even really I'll watch say it to this I'll say it to this, I'll it to
1: this day. I'll say it to this day, Kent. There's nobody in my and NBA like history of watching that was as dominant as Shaq. Not a single person.
0: You could bully anybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, they won three in a row, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand and two. And obviously Kobe was there and Kobe was good, but there wasn't even a a co- a, like even a conversation between who's the best player in that team. Yeah, I think Shaq won all three MVPs. Yeah. Like Shaq was just dominant. When man.
0: Kobe was at his best, was p- after Shaq. Yeah, 2009,
1: 2010, when they won back to back.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, so that was just a whole squad. Five?
1: Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah co- Kobe got five. Three with Shaq. Two with Powell.
0: Don't forget my guy Ron. That was pretty good. But meta <laughs> world
1: peace. Yep, you know, your guy. Your guy Meta.
2: I forgot he was on that team. Yeah,
0: Trevor Ariza. That was actually a hell of a squad altogether. Yeah. They had a lot of good role players. So, we want to transition to what we've been watching lately. Well, so
2: I guess we'll just. I'll start with a question. And I think I already know the answer. Do you guys believe in aliens or not? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: 100%. So, I did fan. I did. I went down the Reddit rabbit hole after this whole thing. I sent you guys the other was that Thursday yeah. night when I see yeah. people are I'm playing Wow and people are talking about how they're seeing on Reddit this UFO crash in Brazil what yet what not. So I dive into the rabbit hole and I talk to my cousin about it because he's all over this goofy shit too. He sends me this Joe mm-hmm. Rogan episode with this guy named Bob Lazar. He's on here yeah for Bob right. Two hours with Joe Rogan talk he got he used to work at area 51. it was like a branch of area 51, not exactly area 51, but he was yeah. basically confirming they were working on a device that would basically be a UFO and they found UFOs and like they had multiple UFOs in area 51.' <laughs> he... seen and touched. I can send you guys the yeah. link. It watched like the yeah, first hour. He's or listen to it he's you.
1: interesting man There's he also has like a and he some documentary or something on yeah, that place you should watch the so. guy
0: that did the documentary and like filmed it for him and like put it together is with him on the podcast that dude's a little oh, nutty oh yeah but uh, this yeah, dude yeah. seems like a pretty decent human yeah so I was bought in listening to it and it got pretty nuts like he did some pretty crazy things like he knew when the like test flights of the UFOs were so he took his friends out to like watch them they would like bring a camper out into these like mountains and the desert and they would go watch it. He only brought like four or five people. What? Total. <laughs> it's crazy. That's so cool.
2: <laughs> Do they film it?
0: There is film. It's in the 80s you have to remember too so it's real janky. Oh, and It's okay. like something that is oh, zipping yeah. around making like 90 degree turns on a dime. Damn. Um, it's wild. I, <laughs>
1: absolutely
0: believe in aliens though 100% so he he personally was like working on something that would like create a force field so like it's oh, something fuck? so there were there, his experiment with his lab partner was a device that would control gravity oh wow <laughs> he's like he's like basically like, if, you're, we get you're,
1: we about...
0: if you're able to control gravity what you're you basically think? invincible that's like the most powerful thing in the world so you can just like make yeah, force no fields you can make UFOs <laughs> That's crazy.
1: My, my my favorite theory, though, about aliens, like I got, I, I had a, I had a stretch where I got really into aliens. I was watching all the docs and everything, and uh, <laughs> they, 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 they started. So, so they initially started surfacing, and, like people started seeing them around places that were making like, um, like nuclear reactors and stuff, stuff that could infect the entire world. So, there's theories that these aliens are there to kind of like watch out and make sure that we aren't like ru- completely ruining the universe by like making atomic bombs or making some sort of like chemical warfare. And that's like the theory is that they always hover around areas that have maybe more like activity in this type of like topics.
0: That I thought sense. that was super interesting. The Area 51 thing then because yeah. they did that there too. So that's where exactly. all the nuclear well, that testing thing goes on.
2: And the hieroglyphic right. stuff too, like where they, it's like they have documentation of like these beings uh like our, when they built like the pyramids and all this shit like in the olden days like incans mayans like all these big projects right like maybe they helped us build our civilization anyway i, I feel like that's a rabbit hole for another day but i do think <laughs> i do think there's aliens there were, there is confirmed you know as far as i'm concerned confirmed aliens our universe yeah. is way too big galaxy all that shit like a hundred billion trillion nth degree, you know, there's got to be other Goldilocks zones like the US or like not like the US, uh, fucking like the Earth. I'm not convinced this video is a UFO that you sent us though, Keller. I don't think It could very
0: well be some government test that went completely wrong.
2: I think it is. I do think it is. It's something. It's certainly something.
0: (laughs) I don't think this is a UFO. The part that killed me was they have the the video of somebody taking a video of the phone of that person (laughs) like army crawling up to it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's when you know it's like that's like, all right they're trying to make something of like if it's not clear footage nowadays i just don't fucking believe it like because like why wouldn't you just have clear footage you take it with your cell phone yeah. you upload to it the internet it's off it's gone forever you know it never Literally. it never dies so i'm like okay if you're taking the video then you tell somebody else to take a video of your video yeah, that wrong part there. was
0: odd you know I don't. Know. It's just weird. Like, and I know. mean,
2: I mean, the Pen- the Pentagon and
1: the Navy like recently said like didn't they recently affirm that they've seen like CI like UFO videos and stuff?
0: Yeah, there was one that came out like three or four years ago that they had <coughs> recently come out and confirmed. Yeah, it was like a pilot that was catching it on a thermal cam.
2: Oh, yep. right right. But right. I, I actually think I know I, have, I saw that on Twitter like three weeks ago. I have issues with that too. That can be anything, you know. Non-clear footage, I don't trust nowadays. I don't care if it's thermal. Right. I don't care if it's this or that. A video of a phone, of a video, none of that. I need clear right. proof. But I still believe. You know, I still believe. Hey, I just, will right,
1: yeah,
0: send you. I'll I send you it. this Bob Lazar interview and just talk to me after that.
2: No, send it to me. Send it to me. <laughs> I want to. I want to. Re- I want to listen to that. It's really interesting. Watch
1: Netflix. Uh, Watch the Netflix one too, Ken. It's super interesting.
2: Yeah. Is it just called Bob Lazar? So what else do you guys remember seeing that on?
1: Yeah, it's like Bob Lazar's Aliens or something like that. It's literally just like super easy to find. But what else are you guys watching nowadays during the quarantine? Uh, or I guess what have you watched in the I've
0: quarantine? been uh, doing most. I haven't had any shows to watch since Westworld ended. I've just uh, been watching Last Dance. So
2: I've been watching okay. uh, Dave with Lil Dicky. Nice. That's on my list too, Kent. Nice. It's. Hilarious. I don't know that I've yeah. laughed harder at h he, He's just like a super talented guy. Like the show is yeah. like a cross between Seinfeld, like how it's just like his everyday stuff. And like, I don't like parks and rec. I don't really know how to put it. Like it's just ridiculous situations that like you could see him being in, but mm-hmm. you know, he's just a white Jewish rapper in a world that that's not the success, you know? so did you see did you
1: see so i thought that was interesting kent i thought it was super interesting because he was on kfc radio four years ago did you see this clip Uh so four years ago four years ago Lil dicky uh dave whatever his name is was on kfc radio and he said something along the lines of i'm a rapper right now but that's not what i want to be long term i want to write my own tv show and i want to be a writer and that was four years ago and now he's doing it so i think his all along he's always wanted to do something related to tv writing and that's why I think it's probably really good because it seems like he spent a lot of time on it
0: I've seen bits of Dave uh, it reminds me a lot I don't know if you guys watched uh, Donald Glover's show Atlanta oh okay mm-hmm. no I didn't kind of I mean this, they have the same backgrounds they're both rappers and then Donald Glover's yeah. kind of not doing the whole music scene anymore but it was more so except for a,
1: when he dropped his didn't he, didn't he drop an album where all with his names, names of songs are like numbers
0: Uh, he did that was a little bit ago was uh, it? <laughs> yeah, I forget when that was, but I yeah yeah that's I've seen just clips of Dave or like little snippets here like is that so? It. Is
2: Atlanta shot from like his perspective though, like of Donald Glover?
0: It's kind of like uh, he's in it. It's, he doesn't play himself, but it's like a spin on like the whole southern rap scene in Atlanta, and like he's like. Yeah. In, one of his boys is like an up-and-coming rapper and it just kind of does that scene and makes like oh, makes fun of it. Oh, I did
1: see that. Yeah. I watched the whole first season of that. Yeah, the yeah. first
0: season was really good. I didn't, his... didn't really care for the second.
1: What's the name of the rapper? It was a funny name.
0: Uh, oh, let me pull it up. It is really goofy. Yeah. There's like real weird stuff that happens in that show too. Like there's a flying car. Like there's just random things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Paper. It's Paperboy.
0: Yeah, Paperboy. That's it.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I actually remember, uh, going, going to a different thing I had been watching is I watched a documentary on Netflix on Friday night cuz uh what's it called Have a Good Trip It's uh, about the entire thing it's like an hour and a half of celebrities talking about their drug trips Oh yeah yes, Nick yes. Offerman made I it I saw it
2: didn't watch it It Was is it
0: hilarious yeah Oh
2: nice
0: And it like it like makes a joke of like how like LSD and everything were portrayed by like the government as being like this god awful thing, back in like the '60s. That like it will kill you. Your mind will turn to mush. It like shows these goofy Mm -hmm. like government ads against it and stuff. And then they make a bunch Mm -hmm. of their own and like spin off it.
1: Nice.
0: But they tell some hilarious stories. It's definitely funny.
1: Yeah. I almost watched. It's on 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 Netflix?
0: Netflix. Yeah, there's a ton of comedians that are on it. Okay. Okay, I like that
1: yeah uh what am i i've been watching i'm watching westworld now i'm so confused what's going on in this tv show but <laughs> i'm second so, season is
0: of just what is happening i'm
1: fucking committed though like i've done this before but i am committed i'm gonna do it i'm oh. gonna get through it i'm on like episode
0: five now have you, Four been, or five, I have you been to the china park yet you're, you're probably closer. no i
1: think that's next i okay. think that's next honestly i read the description of the next one i think that was the next
0: episode that's a wild uh, one is that I'm the so end confused. of season two it's in like the back the end, end of season two i think there are eight episodes a season so yeah yeah because so i think i
2: watched like four the first like couple episodes of season two and just fucking bailed i was like this is absurd like i have no idea what's happening and i i don't
1: we have, know we watched it together Cam, back when you lived in chicago we watched it live together if you
0: remember you just got a, the, the biggest first couple thing episodes is knowing yeah. what timeline bernard's on and it's always the color of his clothes and And i can't
1: even tell if he's a good guy or a bad guy or what's going on and like it's it's honestly the most like my brain like stops because i I can't figure it
0: out yeah it's one that it takes your mind and makes you think just to keep on track it's not absolutely i mean it's weird i like enjoy
1: it even though i have no clue what's going on but it's
0: not as like strenuous the third season it's not like completely confusing you get a pretty good handle on it quickly Right. And then, right. like, the third or fourth episode of Season 3 is completely bonkers.
1: Yeah. So I'll have to – I'm going to keep going. I'm committed to that. I watched Ozark early on in the in the quarantine. Uh, season 3 I thought was really good. Season 2 kind of sucked. Well, it didn't suck, but it was okay. Season 3 was really good. Um, what else am I watching? Last Dance, obviously. I've been – I think that's, like, everybody's favorite part of the quarantine is Last Dance. I've been loving that.
2: Yeah uh what else I, I just have problems with like shows that take like a season where it's like you have to get through this to be able to enjoy like a better season i'm just like i don't want to do that you know <laughs> yeah i don't want to sit oh. through that's why with breaking bad i watched season one and then i was complaining about this to someone five.
1: recently i was complaining about and some what of you be I was complaining about this to someone recently, Kent, that you skipped all of Breaking Bad and then joined us in the live <laughs> viewing of that. the last season. The I last, was like, God damn it, that's great. I'll do that. The last five
0: after. or six episodes or whatever they did.
2: Yep. <laughs> now, I,
1: I mean, there's he, really I got, about I breaking the whole bit. season.
2: There's only two episodes of Breaking Bad that people talk about is in the middle part of the season. It's the train episode, right, yep. where it's like the train whatever it is, and then the pool Maybe it's the pool one, right?
0: Yeah, when he's in Where Mexico. The,
2: yeah, when he's in Mexico. Those are the only two ones. Everything else, <laughs> don't even shit. Yeah, you didn't uh, even know the end, and I just know the end. You know.
0: There's, yeah, the, so. Thinking about that, there's very few, and I just try to think back. I mean, granted, it's been a while since I watched it, but none that really like stuck out to you, like holy shit, like that was amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I mean, I, the one that sticks out to me is when Jesse's about to get shot and Walt runs him over with his with his car, with, yeah, runs yeah. the dude over with his car.
0: That. that that shows yeah. just so much about the character building, though. So it's kind of for
1: sure, for sure. You definitely
0: end up liking the yeah. characters a lot. I also yeah, I watched.
1: Um, there's a there's a mini series called Waco. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I've heard. I watched seen that.
0: Like previews and people tweeting about it, actually absolutely fucking...
1: It's not even new. Apparently it came out a couple years ago and people are just like finding it now because of quarantine. It's only like six episodes. Uh The main guy is the guy that played Riggins in Friday Night Lights. Oh, and yeah. It's just... It's crazy. It's just a cult. It's like about a cult. And it's based on a true story. It's like about a cult where this main guy, David Koresh is his name. He... I know uh, David Koresh, yeah. Yeah, and and it's crazy because he like starts this cult and then he's been like trafficking not trafficking but like he's been so- doing something with like weapons and stuff so then the fbi and then like all the authorities get involved and they get like have a standoff with the authorities for over 50 days in their compound and it's just super interesting it's very mm-hmm. good and it's a cult though it's crazy like he convinces the entire everybody in the cult that he should be the only one having sex because he calls it like stressful and he says like I take the stress of having sex for everybody else, so none of the guys get to have sex with their what wives. The and this guy does.
2: No, it's it's just an absolute bonkers show. Does it, and this dude bangs all the wives, all the wives. Yes.
0: He's like he's like dude in Tiger King.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> except he except he bases his all of his stuff off of religion and how he talks to he says he talks to God and all that. The whole show is just crazy. It's very interesting and i thought it was crazy that it was based on a true story too
0: he is just mushing some minds
1: yeah and it's and it's like crazy to think that people like fall for stuff like this and like are able like people that like they even talk about one guy was like a harvard graduate from law school and still ended up in this cult so it's not like just dumb people that are in texas it's like actually educated
2: people
0: no, that's crazy that man
2: you got to be in, like, a certain state of mind to be able to go into a cult and just, like, buy in completely, you know? <laughs> right. But, yeah, I thought that was an interesting show. Uh
1: that's about it for me. What about you, Ken? Are you watch anything?
2: You know, I don't really watch a whole lot of TV, to be honest with you. I, I've just been watching Dave, Last Dance, uh, mm-hmm.
0: and then I just kind of,
2: you know, watch random movies here and there. But I'm pretty boring show-wise, to be quite frank with you. I watched a like,
0: really good one last night called The Gentleman. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Oh, with McConaughey. So good. If you like. Really? If, I've seen oh. that on, like,
2: the recent ones, and I'm like, eh, it doesn't look that great. But I like Guy Ritchie. I didn't know he directly
0: that. Yeah, so good. It's a little, like, what's going on at the beginning? Like, it kind of just dives right into it. But it's, a, yeah. it's mm-hmm. one of his Guy Ritchie mob movies, pretty much, where they're involved oh, with, okay. like, getting into, like, the weed dealing in the U.K., and they're, like, prepping to get involved when it gets legalized. And it's like they're trying to take over the whole thing and like be the kingpin, and then when it gets legalized, you'll be just set for life. Yeah, it was pretty wild.
2: Have you guys have you guys seen any of the other Guy Ritchie movies like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels yeah. or like some of the other ones?
0: Smash. Dunaway got me into those in uh, college. He loved them. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yep. And I think uh, God, what was the one that he? Oh, uh, the the one with Kevin Spacey. The uh, the one from like the late '80s, early '90s. Go, Paul. You know the one. You know this one too. You know who I'm talking about, uh, Kettler. The one that he loved. Where it was like the tw- uh, The usual. The usual the, I, don't I don't think the usual, usual the suspect.
0: Suspect. I don't think that's him, Kent. Snatch. You're thinking of snatch. Oh, it's not a the guy. Usual suspects isn't Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, Guy Ritchie actually got me into Tom Hardy. That's who. Like when I first started watching his movies, I was like, "Holy shit, Tom Hardy's a really good actor." And mm-hmm. now, obviously, yeah. he is who he is. You know. I, so by the oh, way, I another saw movie him on Twitter, and he was wearing a mask. It was like Bane, and then Tom Hardy walking with a mask on. And he's like the only person thriving with a mask on during quarantine. Tom Hardy, there. <laughs> <like, "Yeah>, <laughs> anyway, movie, that's if all you guys I got.
1: haven't seen it. If you guys haven't seen *Knives Out*, and now that's another good movie. I've Great heard, movie.
0: Heard good I, I, like I haven't it. watched that one myself.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a 2019 movie. It's really it, – it I think it's on Prime. Maybe I bought it. I can't even remember, but very good movie. It's one of those, like, actually, like, like not even thriller, but more, like, mystery movies. The last thing I have written down for sports is golf because I can't wait for golf to come back. You've
0: got but golf today. They, it starts in, like, an hour. Does it really? I
1: didn't even know that.
0: Uh, Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler are... Oh,
1: you're talking about the two-on-two. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, Rory, Ricky, and Dustin, and then somebody I don't know.
1: Some dude some dude named Wolf that I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. And now I was talking about the actual majors because the first majors is the first weekend in August. So that, if hopefully if they can play that, that's the PGA. And the fact that they're doing Masters in November, which is like, I no matter what, I think that'll happen just because the Masters is already super exclusive anyway. It's not like they let people in and they need public and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's set for November 12th. I think that is the only, to me, in my mind, that's the only sporting event that is, like, set in stone.
0: The Masters? Yeah. Because, I,
1: I mean, that's one of those – because golf is one of those sports. Do you really need fans there? And you can social distance nah. while you play. So, like, I think that's the one thing that's absolutely set in stone is the Masters. And I'm very excited for that. Especially if it's with football. That Think about that weekend. We'd have – College football, NFL, and the Masters—I may never move.
0: Definitely won't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be sweet though. If Augusta, during the fall, I bet that course is beautiful during the fall.
0: Oh, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm late sure.
2: fall. Whew, that would be once in a lifetime type stuff. Not sure oh, I yeah. love it. And then you turn around and play it in April too. Yeah, that'd be nice. You, just, know, so you get so Masters cool. twice in six months. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, mean, I, I'm, I think I think golfers
1: do that, that for me, golf is the one sport that I think that like. So they have a major set for August, September, and November now with the Masters. I'm pretty sure all those things would happen, will happen. That's like the one sport I'm pretty sure will absolutely happen because you can social
2: distance while you play. Yeah, I, I could see that happening for sure. Why not? Anyway, yeah, I mean, everybody's golfing here and has been for the last three weeks in Denver.
0: Yeah, so, I've, I've okay. already golfed a couple times myself. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Do they, are they letting you guys
1: use carts, Catler? Some places. Yeah, because the ones here, it's all walking and all that.
0: Yeah, I've been... The first one I went to, you could use carts. Don't know mm-hmm. if you're technically allowed to, or they're just kind of pushing it, but...
2: <laughs> right. I'm sure they'd be like one person a cart or something like that.
0: Like, I've heard places that don't even have their like, like clubhouse supplies, nice. open, like they can't even go in and get a drink, or like get some snacks or food. This place had to... The the bar open granted mm-hmm. you walk in there and they had like the places to stand and like they just give it to you and you get out
2: mm-hmm. you gotta yeah. find a way to get booze on the golf course somehow you know? yep I gotta know. find a way to golf period.
0: somebody had told me there's a course that was advocating bringing your own booze okay. nice
2: now well, i could okay. get behind that six are a course why cores? not cool.
0: Thanks for listening to the Weekend Ruckus podcast, our first little trial run. Uh, We're going to shoot for doing these on the mornings and the weekends in the near future. So just keep your eyes peeled for those, and uh, we appreciate you checking us out.